0: Welcome to face to face broadcast. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Hallelujah! Please be seated. There is nothing greater, no place more. Benefiting, fulfilling than the presence of God. Hallelujah. Very important. You know, sometimes you might be clouded with a lot of thoughts, challenges, troubles, and then you come in contact with the presence of God. You know, we always say it this way that God is everywhere. But God still comes. Amen. Because we're talking about the manifest presence of God. The manifest presence of God. It changes things. It changes people. And I believe that this morning, wherever it is you're listening in from, the presence of God is reaching out to you in the name of Jesus Christ. let people say loud amen will you celebrate jesus again glory hallelujah glory to god well wherever you're watching from whatever viewing center you are in whether you are at home or you are at the viewing center i want you to know that today is a special day for you glory to god we've stepped into the month of april and in this month god is equipping us hallelujah he's equipping us he's equipping us we're looking at the scripture Ephesians chapter 4 verse 12. Amen. In Ephesians 4:12, it was talking to the believer, talking to you and I, and that's the mandate for us this month. That's the focus for us this month. The King James version says for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. But the New King James version, NKJV, says for the equipping of the saints. Hallelujah. It talks about the equipment it says for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. It means that this month God is on a specific specific assignment to equip us to do the work of the ministry better, to edify the body of Christ. Hallelujah. You know Jesus, you know sometimes where you hear believers talk, you recognize that they might have forgotten that Jesus still has an assignment even today there, there's what we call the finished walk of christ and that's what we call the continuing work of christ amen that means there's things that christ had already done and he's done it it will never be improved upon but there's a present day ministry of jesus to us now glory to god are we together there's something he's doing now and at least if you didn't know anything about scripture you know that he said i will build my church When he was saying it, he had not yet died. Glory to God. And that means that his building of the church will happen after he resurrects. That is the ministry of Christ after resurrection. Amen. To build his church. So you want to partner with Christ? Then partner with him in building the church. Amen. So what's Jesus doing today? Jesus is building his church. Glory to God. He's building his church. Getting ready to receive his church. Glory to God without blemish, spot, or any such thing. Glory to God. Now, so, what the scripture is informing us about in Ephesians 4.12 is that how that church is built is dependent on the saints. The saints, how equipped they are. The church cannot be built faster and better than how the saints have been equipped are we together so this month the spirit of god is equipping you amen and equipping me hallelujah now there's an area i'm going to focus on today um throughout this month i will be talking along a broad subject i'll be talking about our identity our authority and our ability in christ amen i'll take that again our identity our authority and our ability in christ But for this morning, I just want to speak out something. It's more of an introductory um, 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 teaching to just prepare us for what we'll be talking about. And on Thursdays, we'll have more time to look at it deeply. Glory to God. So I'm going to just talk about equipping you with the knowledge of your true identity. Amen. Glory to God. All right? Equipping you with the knowledge of true identity. Now, it matters how someone sees himself. Have you ever thought of that it matters and the essence of all of the scriptures that we have especially in the new testament is to achieve four things glory to god you know i I was so blessed by the ministry of my friend reverend dr joshua Tende. he taught something so many months ago and uh, so not months ago years ago it's over five years now and um, it never left me and i'm just going to be sharing some thoughts from what he said now one of the major things I'll just say four things that really will affect you on how you see things. Or should I put it this way, four ways to see things. Number one, you have to see God the way God sees himself. Amen. Help me tell you, neighbor, you have to see God the way God sees himself. You know, a lot of times I said that's the reason scripture was given to us the scripture is revelation of god to man that means in the scriptures god reveals to us how he sees himself glory to god do you know that god has bad press amen you know what i call bad press you know that some people that they have is it pr they call it now they have bad pr it means that the impression people have about them is not exactly who they are Hallelujah. You know, someone can give a bad impression or image of a product, of even an individual. Am I communicating? Now, I believe that all over the world, one way or the other, over time, God had had bad press, bad representation. Amen. In the sense that people have always had a wrong perception about God. So one of the key things the scripture does is to help you see God the way God sees himself. Hallelujah. To see God the way God sees himself. Oh, oh, oh. when you see him the way he sees himself, it changes how you respond to him. Why are some people afraid? Imagine the children of Israel. When Moses was inviting them to come for the meeting, God was going to have a meeting with them on Mount Sinai. They didn't want to stay. Glory to God. Amen. Say, God, no, 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 no. Moses, you talk to him and then you get back to us. Amen. That's the impression they had about God. The Bible says they knew the, the acts of God, but Moses knew the ways of God. Hallelujah. That means Moses knew the character of God. The same God that people were running from is the one Abraham was saying, excuse me, one more question, one more question. Go, okay, one more question. One, don't, don't, don't be Just one more question. What if there are 25 people? What if there are 10 people? Are you understanding me? Mean? He was persistent with this same God that others were running away from. What is your perspective of God? How do you see Him? Glory to God. How do you see Him? So, the Scriptures will help you see God the way God sees Himself. And through His Word, one of the greatest pictures God has given to us about Himself is by Jesus walking the face of the earth. Amen. He said, if you have seen me, Jesus said, you have seen the Father. Hallelujah. That means if God was far, Jesus came as Emmanuel. Amen. To be in our midst, to show us who God is like. How he functions, how he thinks, how he loves. Amen. Glory to God. So you find in scripture that Jesus was an expression in flesh of God. Glory to God. Did you see that? So, the scriptures will help you see God the way God sees himself. And my prayer is that in this season, you will see God the way God sees himself. Number two way to see, is to see yourself the way God sees you. Amen. Did you get that? Is to see yourself the way God sees you. To see yourself the way God sees you. You know, most of the time, man always sees himself as a woman. A good for nothing. But God doesn't always see man that way. Hallelujah. God doesn't always see man that way. Now, if you read the scriptures, you'll find that there are several people that when God called them, they were running away. They didn't feel competent. They didn't feel qualified. But God saw them as qualified. Amen. Are we together? That means that there was a way God saw them. Now, in Christ Jesus, by being born again, there is a way God sees us. Hallelujah. And now, we have a responsibility by the... Hearing of God's word. To come to a place where we see ourselves the way God sees us. Hallelujah. Are you, are you with me? So tell your neighbor, see yourself the way God sees you. Okay, start from the first one. See God the way God sees himself. See, your, see, see yourself the way God sees you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God take care of that now it's important for you to recognize this the third thing is to see other people the way god sees them amen did you get that you know what it means is that it means you even see the world the way god sees the world you know i see believers a lot of time making mistakes and what's the mistake they make the mistake they make is that they They say, oh, no, no, even if he's not a believer, you know, he's a nice guy. Then, you know, there's a way they talk. They don't allow the definition of scripture about an individual to be what they have accepted about the individual. Amen. Are we together? If you see people the way God sees them, and see the world the way God sees it, life will be better for you. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we together? Man has been described in scripture. Man without God has been described in scripture. Man without eternal life has been described in scripture. So you have to see others the way God sees them. And relate with them that way. Hallelujah. Then number four. You have to see situations and circumstances the way God sees it. Amen. Are you seeing that? Now, I'm just laying a foundation. You have to see circumstances and situations the way God sees them. You know, if you see circumstances and situations the way God sees them, you will, not be, <laughs> you will not have high blood pressure about some things. As a matter of fact, you will have high blood pressure about anything. It is because of how God sees circumstances that He says, Be anxious for nothing. Glory to God. Be anxious for me. He didn't say, well, well, it depends. He said, no, be anxious for what? Nothing. But in everything, by prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Meaning that there is no situation, Amen, that is not subject to God's power and change. Hallelujah. Are we together? So did you get this? four? What's the first one? See God the way God sees himself. What's the second one? What's the third one? See other people do it. And the fourth one? Glory to God. Now, to summarize it, I'll say this. See through the eyes of God. Hallelujah. Are we together? See through the eyes of God. See through the eyes of God. Now, it takes training from God's word. It takes renewing of the mind, amen, to come to a place where you are seeing through the eyes of God. I remember the story of the prophet in the Old Testament. How the servant of the man of God was doing some household chores, from what we saw. And then he looked out the window and saw chariots of soldiers surrounding their premises. And immediately he was afraid. And he ran to his master, we are surrounded. And the master was calm. Why? Because he was seeing with the eyes of God. And then he said, Lord, open his eyes. And what did the servant see? He started seeing through the eyes of God. What he was panicked about became something he was calm about. I want to announce to you that when you see with the eyes of God, even this coronavirus pandemic, you'll be calm amen you become you become in all these things we are more than conquerors amen you become why you are seeing through the eyes of god it means you're seeing what the situation really is and how it's going to play out you know the bible told us that if you study the scriptures about satan um, there are two popular scriptures about Satan in the Old Testament. One is Ezekiel 28, the other is Isaiah 14. The Isaiah 14th um, chapter of Isaiah talked about the devil. And one of the key things he said is that when the eyes of men will see him, they will say, is this the one that did shake the nations? Amen. That means that he, he has a bigger profile than who he really is. Praise God. Am I communicating? All right. If you talk about who is propaganda chief, it's Satan the devil. Amen. Are we together? And so many people are afraid of him. But when they will see him, glory God, he said, Isaiah 14 verse 6, They that see, see thee shall narrow look upon thee. And consider the saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms? Because he doesn't even look like it. I remember years ago, in our city, there's a young boy, that was terrorizing the place, fighting, causing havoc, violence. And so, um, a special squad of police officers went to arrest him. And so they armed themselves, they were armed to the teeth, they heard his violence, they heard all the things he had done, and then they wanted to arrest him. So when they came to the premises... He was sitting outside his house. And they came to him and said, we're looking for so-so and so. And he said, he should be inside. But he was the one. (laughs) So, they started going inside. Later, they discovered that he was the one. He was running away. They finally caught him. Now, when they caught him, they couldn't even do, you know, the the, the, the heart, the attitude with which they came was to cause mayhem. But when they saw him, they started laughing. Is it because of this small thing that all of us like this came? Amen. That means he looked so small and so harmless and so weak that they wondered if it was because of this they brought all their gadgets out. Hallelujah. Listen, when you finally see the devil, that's how you will feel. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. Is this the one that you won't know, let me rest? Amen. Glory to God. That made me do all night prayers every time. Don't be in a position where it's the devil that makes you, it's only the devil that makes you do all night prayers. No. Let the purpose of God make you do all night prayers. Amen. Let the agenda of God on earth make you do all night prayers. That's aside my point. So, today, I, I, I've just established that. Then I want to say this. I want to equip you with the knowledge of your true identity. I, I don't know if, if someone ever asks you, who are you? Hello? Who are you? You know, that question, most of the time people ask you, who, who, who are you? Some people don't know how to answer it. So, some will start by saying, My name is Glory to God. There's someone who I say, No, no, I didn't ask your name. I say, Who are you? <laughs> glory to God. Listen, in the realm of the spirit, there are circumstances that will question your identity. Are we together? There are situations that will question your identity. And so, if for any reason, you don't know who you are. Or you're not c- conscious of who you are. Then the circumstance will flow you. Listen. When we talk about faith in God's word, faith is a consciousness. Amen. You carry with you. Everybody say it's a faith, faith is a consciousness. It's a consciousness. It's a consciousness. It's a consciousness. It's a consciousness that knowledge brings. So, You you are conscious of yourself in a certain way. So when circumstances ask you, who are you? You can answer. We saw in scripture that even the devil functions that way. In the temptation of Jesus, you read that in Matthew chapter 4. One of the major things that happened. Let's look at Matthew 4. Let's maybe read from verse 1. Matthew chapter 4. Glory to God. Let's read it together. Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungry. And when the tempter came to him, what did the tempter say? He said, if thou be the Son of God, command these stones be made bread. That these stones be made bread. When you start talking about if, what was he questioning? The identity of Jesus. Amen. The identity of Jesus. If you look at the temptation, he kept insisting. If you be the Son of God. Hallelujah. Let's read further. Verse 4. And he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Go further. Verse 5. And David taketh him up into an holy city and set him, set him on a pinnacle of the temple verse 6 and said unto him what did he say again if thou be the son what is the issue about son of god if thou be the son of god cast thyself down for it is written he shall give his angels charge concerning thee and in, the, in their hands they shall bear thee up lest at any time thou shalt dash thy foot against the stone what was he concerned about if you be the son of god amen Listen, your strength is from your identity. Your authority and ability in Christ is from your identity. Your identity is the root. glory to God. And then your authority and ability is the fruit. Are we together? And the devil knows that that's why when some folks get born again the first thing Satan attacks is to give them the impression that they are not really saved, amen are we together, how many of you had that feeling when you first got born again, alright am I sure that this is the real thing amen, am I sure that this uh, am I sure, am I sure So if thou be the son of God Now Satan has not changed He has not changed Remember the story In in the book of Acts Where the Bible told us that um, You know the story of what happened in Acts chapter 19 And then a time came Where the Bible talked about Seven sons of Sceva That they met a possessed guy And then they attempted to Cast the spirit out of the Possessed guy in the name of Jesus who Paul preaches. Hallelujah. And the man <laughs> attacked them, tore their clothes, Amen. Are we together? And then the question the demon asked them is he said, Paul, I know, amen. Let's let's just read it. Let me read from verse 13. Acts 19, verse 13. Then certain of the vagabond Jews, exorcists, took upon them to call over them which had evil spirits the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preached. And there were seven sons of one skiver, a Jew, and chief of the priest, which did so. Verse 15. And the evil spirit answered. My brother, evil spirits talk. Amen. They talk and they hear. Amen. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know. Paul I know. But who are you? That means at this point now, it's not even when they call the name of Jesus, it's not the name they were afraid of. It's who is calling the name. Amen. Who are you? Because they've already said we in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Then they say, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we start obeying, who you who are you? That means your authority stems from your identity. Did you get that? Your authority stems from your identity. Who are you? And I want to say to you that that's what's happening today. The virus is going around. Who are you? Glory to God. Look at what the evil spirit said. Jesus I know. Then he said Now to make you understand He's not just talking about it Then he said Paul, I know I want to ask If that evil spirit is speaking today What will he say about you? Amen Maybe the sentence will be what? Jesus I know Paul I know What will he say again? Amen Will he call your name and say I know? Now let me explain something Why did he know Jesus? Why did he know Paul? Because Paul knew himself And Jesus knew himself Amen Glory to God! Jesus knew who he was. Look at, look at, look at Jesus. You know why the religious folks were offended at Jesus? If Jesus had just come on the scene and, and he came around, he was just minding his business, just talking low about himself, then bring, nobody would have been bothered. But the audacious statements of Jesus infuriated the religious spirits in them. Are we together? at this! Look at this! Look at this young man. Amen. He comes to say, "I am the light of the world. As long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world." They say, "Hold on, hold on. You did not say you are the light of your family. They will just say that you are just learning the ropes in pride. Are you understanding me? You didn't even say you are the rope of you are are the you are the you are the light of of your of your immediate community. You didn't even say you are the light of Jerusalem or Israel or something. You say of the world. Have you even been around the world?" Amen. He didn't change his confession. Praise God. He didn't change his statement. What he was doing was declaring his identity. Then he went further to say, (laughs) I and my father are one. Uh -uh. Before Abraham was, I am. Glory to God. There's some statements Jesus made, and Jesus, see, that's this talk of Jesus. Did he end after he died? No, even in resurrection, when he appeared to John in the book of Revelations one eighteen, he said, "I am the, um, how did he put it now? I am he that liveth and was dead, and I am alive forevermore." Amen. Audacious statements. That means Jesus function with the consciousness of. Who he is, or who he was at that time, his identity. That's why the demon could say, "Jesus, I know," because Jesus knows himself. Look at Paul. (laughs) There are statements. Most of the things we quote in epistles were statements Paul believed about himself. Glory to God. For He had made Him sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ. He's talking about Himself. He said, we are able ministers of the New Testament. Glory to God. We are not sufficient ourselves. We are our sufficiencies of God, who had made us able ministers of the New Testament. Not of the letter. Amen. But of the Spirit." He's talking about himself. That means Paul functioned with a consciousness of his identity. There are a lot of believers that have what you might call identity crisis. They don't know who they are. And as long as you're not conscious of your identity, you cannot wield the authority you, should, you have. As long as you're not conscious of your identity, you cannot Express the ability that you have. Are we together? Now, when we come to identity, there are two areas I'm going to focus on an object, this microphone is known by who made it and what it was made for. Amen. Are we together? So we call it a microphone because of what it does, its function. Glory to God. Are we together? Because of its function. Then we want to go further say what kind of microphone? Then we say oh it's so so kind of microphone. Then we name it based on who made it. Glory to God. Am I communicating? So every Thing or person is identified by where it's coming from and what it was made for. Glory to God. Am I communicating? All right. So, you see, now as a believer, the question is, where are you coming from? Hallelujah. Where were you made for? Amen. Very important because that's how you'll be able to trace your identity. There's nothing that God ever created that God didn't give an identity. Am I communicating? When he created and put the dry land in one place, he gave it an identity. He called it earth. Amen. He gathered the waters in one place. He called it the seas. Amen. Everything God created, he gave it an identity. After, the earth, and after creating animals, he called Adam. said, give them identity. Amen. And Adam came in Genesis chapter 2, verse 19 and 20. And the Bible says that he gave names to all the living creatures. All the animals And whatever he called them That's what they were Praise God That means that God operates a system Where things have to be Have to function with their identity Amen Have you seen anything in this world That doesn't have a name Glory (laughs) to God No no. He created angels He called them names Praise God Everything, even when the prophets um, had visions and they saw things they couldn't explain, living creatures, whatever they called them, then they called them, by what they do, we now know their name. Amen. So, who are you? Glory to God. Where are you coming from? And what is your function? We are going to look at Ephesians 2, verse 10. Amen. Amen. Ephesians two ten. 10. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Now, I am going to read this scripture. And I will attempt to read it in three translations. We are going to read the King James. We are going to read the Amplified. And we are also going to read the New Living Translation. That should be the last one I'm going to read. Let's look at the King James together. I want to go. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Pause. This scripture is a very deep scripture. One sentence, but deep. Hallelujah. Who are the we? Who are the we? Is he talking about another group of people? Is he talking about another group of people? He's talking about you and I. The book of Ephesians was written to the faithful in Christ Jesus. It means that it was not just a letter to people in Ephesus. It's a letter to those in Ephesus and as many, hallelujah, are called in Christ Jesus. So it's a letter to you. We always tell you in the scriptures that the Bible There are scriptures that are written for you. And there are scriptures written to you. Amen. The epistles are written to you. Glory to God. So, he says, For we are his workmanship. Created in Christ Jesus. Now, he tells us something key there. But let me read in the Amplified. Then I will explain. Amplified. Amplified says, let's read together. I want to go. For we are God's own handiwork his workmanship recreated in Christ Jesus born anew that we may do those good works which God predestined planned beforehand for us taking part which he had prepared ahead of time that we should walk in them living the good life which he had prearranged and made ready for us to live amen but the, i came here because of handiwork Everybody say handiwork He says we are his workmanship. We're his handiwork. Then he tells us we are fabricated in Christ. Amen. Amen. Are we together? We are fabricated in Christ. We are formed in Christ. But it starts by saying we are God's handwork. Hallelujah. I don't know. We have some products here. All right. We have a camera Maybe it's a Sony camera It's the handwork of Sony Amen So Sony signs on it To say that's my handwork That means that anywhere it goes It represents me It represents Sony When Toyota puts their name On a vehicle They are saying that's our handwork If it's not the handwork they won't put their name on it So God has put his name on you Amen Because you are his handwork Hallelujah if it's anywhere you go, they will say, That's my product. Let, let, let me go back a bit. Go to King James Version. In the King James Version, it says, For we are his workmanship. The Greek word for workmanship, I need to explain that to you so you understand that. The Greek word for workmanship is poema. Poema is where you get the word in English called poem. Amen. Are we together? Poema It means Someone's work of art It means someone's product Or idea Hallelujah So if we are reading the scripture in that context You are God's product Hallelujah So who are you? You are God's product You are God's idea You are God's idea And God doesn't have a bad idea Amen God doesn't have an idea that didn't work Amen no, you didn't get me. I said, you are God's idea. Some of you don't understand someone's idea. Do you know a man called Ahithophel in scripture? He was one of the counselors of David, the king. Now this man, the Bible says that the counsel of Ahithophel was like the counsel of gods, of the gods. Meaning that if he gives you his idea, forget it. The man was a strategist, a chief strategist. He will come and say, no, 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 this I see, this I see. In politics and governance and it will work. Do you know that to prove to you how much he even respects or trusts his idea. When he broke out from David and followed David's son in the conspiracy against David. And sat down and then gave the man, the son an idea. And the man didn't take it. He went to kill himself. That's how, <laughs> that's, you call it pride, call it whatever you call it. That's how he trusts his idea. That if they do not take my idea, then I'm, I'm no more relevant. He went to kill himself. That's a man's idea. Do you know <laughs> that there are many good things used use in this world that's a man's idea? Amen. Are we together? Now imagine God's idea. Imagine how important, how valuable, how beneficial God's idea really is. And the Bible is saying that you are God's idea. Say so i God's idea. I am God's product. So, he said, we are his poema. We are his product. We are his handiwork. Meaning that he he, he. <laughs> We did not originate by our own making. Amen. We originated from God's thoughts. We are expressions. Of The thoughts of God's heart Hallelujah He put life into his thoughts That's who we are Amen Glory to God So I don't know about you Now I'm helping you understand your identity And your identity you are tracing it from who made you Or where you are coming from I am God's idea I am God's product I am God's handiwork Praise God we're going to go to what you were made for. But first of all, what you were, who made you and where you were made from? God. Now, you know, there are some companies that when they are making products, it could be shirts. Alright? And they're bringing out shirts. And then one of them, maybe the button didn't sit well, or the cut was not straight. They don't send it out for sale. They destroy it. Are understanding enemy? That means that everything that leaves that place has to be in perfect condition. Everything that leaves that place has to be the way it's supposed to be. They will check for the quality. Yes, it meets the standard. Then they send it out. Do you think God will do any less? Amen. Amen. If you are God's product, do you think He will send out something that He didn't believe in? Amen. You know, that makes me understand that God believes in me. Amen. God believes in me. God believes in me. You know, when a human being comes to that place where he knows that God trusts you. You know what it means for God to trust a man. um, You know, (laughs) I have kids. And uh, sometimes based on their age and personality. There are certain things you don't tell this other person to do that you tell this other person to do. For example, maybe we stop we're driving on the way and then we want to pick something from a shop. I don't want to come down from the car. My wife doesn't want to come down from the car. Then we say, Well we're parked just close to the shop. Then we say um we say um Daniel go 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 in there and, and get this. Sometimes maybe it's a fast food pl- place. Just sit outside and say go and get this and then he walks in, you know and orders for what and then gets back into the car. Then <laughs> Joshua the younger one. Like where will they send me? You I want to Can I go? They no, you can't go. Can I go? No, you can't go. You know, but he, he wants to go. Are you understanding me? Then I remember the first time they said, Um you go. Me <laughs> you know, he you could see the excitement that he could be trusted, are you understanding me? To go and do it or go and buy something. Glory to God. I want you to know that God trusts you. Amen. That he told you to preach the gospel. That's trust. Amen. Are we together? That he told you to pray for the body of Christ. That's trust. Amen. That's trust. That he gave you a responsibility to serve him. That's trust. Say I'm God's product. And God trusts me. Amen. You know, there's something different when you know someone trusts you. Hallelujah. When you know the trust you, It means that they're depending on you for something. There's an expectation from that person concerning you. Hallelujah. Alright. Now, last um, um, translation. New Living Translation. NLT. Ephesians 2.10 NLT. Let's read together. I love this translation a lot. Want to go? For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus. So we can do the good things He had planned for us long ago. I'm still talking about where we are coming from. Who made us. Hallelujah. I am made by God in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Listen, this is no, you know, I know that there are some products they write made in China, made in Taiwan. Then some of you look at us look and say, Now, I'm looking for made in England or made in Germany or made in America. Now, what about made in Christ? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a stamp on me made in Christ. Hallelujah. You can't beat that. Someone will crack the joke. And said that the coronavirus is made in China. It's not going to last. Don't worry. Amen. <laughs> because all products from there don't last. Amen. It's a joke. <laughs> that means there are certain products. That people just believe that they won't last. It will always come as an inferior quality products. Then there are certain products. You know. That it has been proven. Tested. We are that kind of product. Amen. Glory to God. We will outlast any storm. Amen. Glory to God. We will go through any tunnel and come out on the other side. Unscatched. Amen. Glory to God. We win all the time. Glory to God. You know, there was a phone that a particular brand of phone um, uh, phone company was making some years ago. If it falls into water, falls on the ground Break it, it still, it's just put it together to still work, amen. That's how the believer is. Though the righteous man falls seven times, what will happen? He will rise again, amen. You know, that's why sometimes people give up on you. They look and say ah, it's finished, He's finished, it's finished. Ah, that would happen to him to forget it, forget it, forget it. Then later they see you again, praising God, glory, <laughs> amen. Ah, he has not, you, know, you cannot be finished. I said, you cannot be swallowed up. <laughs> Amen. I used to have a friend, you know, many years ago. And he's a very wonderful brother. But well, he always gets into trouble. You know, I can't even on, on live stream now begin to talk about the kind of problems he gets into. You understand that? <laughs> I can't even begin to talk about it. But when I say problem, this will be an old literature titled, One Week, One Trouble, you know. Now, he's always in trouble. He's coming out of this one, he's entering another one. He's coming out of this one. And, you know, if, if an ordinary un- individual has that kind of trouble, one of that kind of trouble, they will, they will find you again. But he can have that kind of trouble three in a row, in one week. Sometimes he's settling a, tr- a problem, and while he's settling, another one is waiting for him to come out. But the funny thing was, this guy's a believer. Amen. So, somehow, as we're all growing, there's some of us, some of our friends, that didn't believe that he will last till date. So when they heard that he was still bouncing in the Lord, and still, he made it. <laughs> Glory to God. He made it. I say you don't know God. Hallelujah. You don't know God. Hallelujah. Do you know there are Bible characters like that that nobody expected they would make it? Are you with me? No. There are many Bible characters like that. So, for you And that's why the Bible says that <laughs> Neither death, nor life, nor tribulations Nothing can separate you from the love of God That is in Christ Jesus In all these things, what? We are more than conquerors That's what you are made of, Amen God gave you an indestructible life It will only end when you decide to stop Amen Are we together? Now, so We are God's what? Masterpiece New Living Translation We are God's masterpiece The word masterpiece Is something I want you to recognize When Someone is into Maybe he's a sculptor Or he keeps some work of as an artist Or some kind of Someone that works with those kind of um, Artifacts or whatever you call them They have Maybe he's a craftsman, whatever it is he does with his hands. When, I don't know if some of you go along the road or sometimes you go to a shop, you know, where they have some artwork, you know, people did, maybe carved wood or something they used um, some ceramic to to mold or something like that. You find that they they, they put it down for people to see because after he has done whatever he has done, He's is, 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 is doing it to, to, to sell it Or for people to appreciate it Are we together? So he puts it out there All of them And then sometimes you drive along the road And you have um, 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 What do you call it? it? Even some of the cars Some of the car shops do that Alright? They have this glass scre- um, a, a Glass shield, shield Like a door or a window just glass You can see through And then they have so many cars, right. So if you're driving through or driving on the highway, you could just see the cars. And then they have this brand and that brand and that brand and that brand and that brand. Then that's called a showpiece. Everybody say showpiece. So you can walk around and say, Wow, how much is this one? Say, Wow, this one this one came out so so yeah. This one came out so so yeah. They're showing you all the cars, you go around, show it, then it's wow, wow, wonderful. That's great, that's great. You are impressed already. Then they say, But there's one. That we don't bring it out. Amen. Are we together? It's uh, inside. Glory to God. That means that amongst all this, that one is superior. The the energy put in for that one is much more. The value of that one is much more. We don't just keep it out here. That one is called the masterpiece. It's even from all the showpieces. Amen. Am I communicating? It's the masterpiece. Now, God didn't say you are His showpiece. Perhaps, 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 maybe, maybe Noah was God's showpiece. Sure maybe David was God's showpiece. Sure Amen. Maybe Solomon was God's showpiece sure of wisdom. Maybe, 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 um, Samson was God's showpiece. Sure I don't know all the Bible characters you can mention. Maybe Jeremiah, Isaiah was God's showpiece. Sure but now God was waiting to show the world his masterpiece. Amen. He's going to prove, show you something that he will not improve upon. Glory to God way together he's not going to improve upon it he put his all in this one he didn't leave out anything there is god say i'm god's masterpiece so listen so his master he put his all into it he sat down that's where the scripture really says that you were fearfully and wonderfully made it's not just talking about you physically it's talking about when god was making the new creation amen It cannot be improved upon. Amen. 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 <laughs> it is the best from when it starts. Are we together? Yes. That's the new life. So you are God's masterpiece. And I'll end with this. It says, We are His masterpiece. They say created in Christ Jesus for good works. What we were created for was what? Good works. The good works talked about there is talking about exploits. Amen. Feats. Strange manifestations. Mighty acts. That's what you were created for. I said that identity comes from who made you and what you were made for. You were made for exploits. You were made for great things. Now, I am just using this opportunity to equip you with the knowledge of your true identity. In the course of the week and the month, we are going to be talking about our identity in Christ, our authority in Christ, and our ability in Christ. Let's rise to our feet this morning. Amen. Did this help anyone? Just rise to your feet, everyone, and begin to thank Him. Bless His name everywhere. Oh, we give You praise. We give You glory. Le prat ha satia ratonga bredeus keplato salabahataya kadetske ratanda kato so bredeia teliske lepende kle katia. Lift up your voice and begin to pray in other tongues. There's this consciousness. There's this consciousness that changes the game. Ratonga bredeus keplato salabahya rato salabahat alabakatia da randoko poso bredeus bredeia lendo kopaya kadia leto so that consciousness of your identity is what makes you stand in health. Amen. That consciousness of your identity is what makes you refuse to be defeated. Amen. Very important. Very important. The circumstances of your life will be largely influenced by what and how you see yourself. Amen. Glory to God. And this is not just some motivational psychological talk. This is scripture. Amen. This is scripture. This is scripture. This is scripture. So, why are you being fed with God's word? For you to see yourself right. To walk with the consciousness of who you are in Christ Jesus. Knowing who you are. Hallelujah. Knowing who you are. And most of you, your consciousness is still an earthly consciousness. When you have trouble with someone, you say, do you know I'm from Yoruba? Do you know I'm from Ogoni? <laughs> I remember one time I had an issue with a fellow. And then he, was he didn't do his job, but he wanted us to pay him. You know, I was a student at that time. And then he came to knock on my room door early has of the money. And said, pay me my money. So I came out. He said, I am from Ogoni. And I asked him, what does that mean? (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) What does that mean? Glory to God. (laughs) What is this supposed to mean? Glory to God. (laughs) So, there are a lot of people that still draw their identity from earthly things when they have a superior identity. Say, I have a superior identity. I choose to live by that superior identity. In the name of Jesus Christ. So you are watching me on on, on, on on live stream. I want you to know that you will function with the consciousness of your superior identity. I want to pray for you. If you are sick in your body. If you have been harassed by demonic spirits. As I speak God's word over you. I am standing in my identity to speak over you. And circumstances should be different. Amen. Glory to God And therefore everyone under the sound of my voice And under the influence of my voice I speak over you today If you have any pain, infection, infirmity From the crown of your head to the sole of your feet I demand that that sickness leave your body now In the name of Jesus Christ I command that infection to lose its grip upon you In the name of Jesus I command that abnormality to break its hold upon you In the name of Jesus Right now, be healed in Jesus' name. Let the power of the healing Christ come upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. Let everything that was abnormal in your body be normal now in the name of Jesus Christ. Be strengthened in your bones. Be strengthened in your heart. Be strengthened in your organs. I speak to every organ to begin to function normally now in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' mighty name. I command your skin to be free from every infection. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I pray for those eyes. I speak light into those eyes. No more dimness in the name of Jesus. I speak light into those eyes. In the name of Jesus Christ. And let people say loud Amen. Amen. Say loud Amen. Amen. And for anyone that in the course of this period. You have been harassed by spirits of fear. You don't even just understand what has been going on. For whatever reason, you're just afraid. You're just afraid. You're just afraid. You've been oppressed. Today you are delivered from every oppression. I break the hold of that oppression over your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. I command that fear to lose its grip on your mind. And on your thoughts. In the name of Jesus. There's someone I'm ministering to now. I see you. You have been having polluted thoughts. Unclean spirits are polluting your thoughts On a regular basis You want to think straight You want to think right But those evil spirits keep polluting your thoughts With things, with pictures and images And somehow there's a struggle Even when you start to stand away from those thoughts They still come It's an evil spirit An unclean spirit And I arrest that demonic spirit over you And I release you from that oppression I release you from that torment of negative and foul thoughts. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I break it over your life in Jesus name. I pray for the strength of God from your spirits. To lead you to what will edify. What will build you. And keep you with pure thoughts. In the name of Jesus Christ. And let me say loud amen. I pray for families. All the families. Watching this broadcast. Watching this live stream. Every family represented, hearing the sound of my voice, we you are, are home live streaming or listening in, I pray for your home in the name of Jesus. There will be no casualties at home. While we are waiting for the storm outside to clear, I speak to your home, peace, in the name of Jesus. There will be no casualties in your home. Every gathering of wickedness against your home, they are scattered now in the name of Jesus. Every tongue is against you in judgment I condemn in the name of Jesus Christ Thank you Father Your children are safe Your spouse is safe And everyone that has been given to you is safe In the name of Jesus Christ No evil shall befall you No plague will come near your dwelling In the name of Jesus Christ He has given his angels charge over your home And over everything that concerns you your valuables are safe in the name of Jesus Christ. And let the people of God say loud, Amen. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on two three four eight zero six three six one three five six zero. You are big, blessed, and loaded the home.